Welcome to the Be The Benchmark podcast, the podcast for strong moms raising fierce daughters. I'm so glad that you have chosen to join us today, and I hope that you enjoy this Facebook Live slash podcast that I'm about to share with you, all about the question, do we really still need to be reading? Listen on to find out what I have to say about it. All right, so the question that I want to explore a little bit today is actually, is there a point to really reading books anymore? There's a statistic I heard recently that something like 80% of the population will never read a book once they've graduated from high school. That's insane. That's insane, right? Um, Maybe it's not insane. I don't know. That's what I'm exploring. But I do remember uh, as a girl growing up, I loved to read. I was a voracious reader. We lived down the block, like three blocks, fourth grade through eighth grade, I lived like three blocks from our public library. And my sisters and I would go there all the time. We uh, usually had a huge number of books out, a lot of overdue finds. We lived for the summer reading program. Uh, We just devoured books, all three of us. We just loved to read. I remember our dad a lot of times would get mad at us because we'd be in the car going somewhere and we'd be reading and he's like, you should look at the beautiful scenery, yada, yada. And we'd get in trouble for reading when it was too dark outside. He's like, you're going to ruin your eyes. Well, newsflash, all of us have really crappy eyesight anyway. And I don't think it had anything to do with that. I think that was completely... um, completely hereditary. So I I think that's an excuse. We would also all three get in trouble for having flashlights at night while we were trying to read under our covers after it had been bedtime. So we just loved to read. Reading was something we did all the time. I remember my mom would buy me books from like the dollar store and it was like, but not like the dollar store, like everything's a dollar. It was like in the mall. And you know that the books there were only there because like they hadn't sold anywhere else and they just bought them in book in bulk and they were probably really bad books. But she would buy me those books and I would just read them and I would devour them. And I loved, loved, loved books. And I loved to read. And I remember even as I got into high school, even in college, yes, so many books. We we don't even get rid of books we in our house today. But into college even like i even though i was reading uh for school like a lot of high school kids now say they don't have time to read because they have so much reading that they're doing through their classes and such even in college even in high school i always made time for reading um i devoured the harry potter series (laughs) very quickly uh whatever whatever it was i just was loving to consume that content especially Uh, fiction. I just really enjoyed like teeny bopper fiction and even adult fiction. Like I really enjoyed that. And it wasn't until I went to the Leadership Summit, my sophomore year of college up in Chicago, that I started to get really excited about nonfiction books as well. Now, of course, I'd always read nonfiction for school, but to read nonfiction for my own pleasure and my own enjoyment uh, was something new to me. And so, yeah, I was really excited about that. And so when I ended up actually working at the school, there was this really weird thing that happened. I stopped reading books. All of a sudden, I had very little time to read books. Anything that I was reading was in direct relationship to what needed to happen at the school like the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year, the next semester. Uh, So I took very little time. When I did go to the library and get a book, I 
had to read it like instantly, like in the next like eight hours, because that's the only amount of time that I had. Like I would get a book when I had free time and I knew that I was going to be able to finish it. Um, but I didn't have, I wasn't buying a lot of books. I wasn't reading a lot of books. I wasn't going to the library a lot because I was just so consumed with my job. I was so consumed with what I was doing there. And newsflash, this should be a signal to anyone out there that if you end up in a career or in a job or a position where you aren't able to do things that you really enjoy, uh, like for one of my mentors, it was playing golf. He was so consumed with his job that he stopped playing golf. And his mentor told him, you need to make time for playing golf because that is your relaxation time. That is your downtime. That is when you feed your soul. And that is so true. That's such a part of being a balanced life. So and anyway, when I finally um, decided that I was going to leave that position because the job was uh, not allowing me enough time for my family, I started a book club. I mentioned this in a previous podcast, in a previous Facebook Live, and I found the book actually that we read that I was excited about reading, and it was John Maxwell's The Five Levels of Leadership. And I was so excited about this book because this kind of went back to my love of nonfiction, but of like personal empowerment. And it, like the subtitle is Proven Steps to Maximize Your Potential. And that is so what I was ready to do as I was leaving there. I'm like, how am I going to maximize my potential? That's something I'm really interested in and I need to figure out how to do that. So I was really excited about that book. And this was kind of like the catalyst into my next journey, my next steps in life. I was ready then um, after reading this book to figure out how to maximize that potential. And I had kind of some tools from this book. So I, I do recommend this book. I haven't read it in now over seven years, but uh, it was a great catalyst for me. And so I went on after that. I was also listening to Michael Hyatt's Entree Leadership podcast. I started listening to his podcast from the very beginning and was listening to all his advice and I really loved him and I believe I'm almost a hundred percent sure that that's where I heard about uh, Start With Why. So if any of you know about Start With Why, this is um, a book and a, a famous TED Talk, a viral TED Talk, and it's all about, um, yeah, Michael Hyatt's amazing. Um, the podcast is all about, or this TED Talk, sorry, is all about uh, how companies and how leaders need to kind of frame their business and understand their business. And most businesses, a lot of times, will start with the what. They tell you what they're doing. So we sell widgets. Uh, and then they kind of maybe sometimes will back into the how they make the widgets and maybe eventually get to the why. But this whole point is starting with the why. So I read this book all about starting with the why. And so Apple is a great example he talks about of who does this correctly. They start with the why. Their whole point is to challenge the status quo. That's what they talk about. They're trying to gather a tribe of people that want to challenge the status quo. And how they do it is by designing things beautifully. Yes, Simon Sinek. I was, <laughs> I kept saying, I kept thinking Seth Godin and I knew that wasn't right. So I'm like, I'm not going to say the name until I know Simon Sinek is the guy. Start with why. Um, but Apple, they do this with beautiful design. They do this with user-friendly design, that type of thing. And what they make is actually computers and software, computer, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hardware and things like that. Uh, as you know, you all know what Apple does. That's not, that's not a big surprise, but they're the ones that are doing it right. And so this was one of the first books that I read after quitting my job, after reading The Five Levels of Leadership, and it just clicked with me so quickly what my my why was and it started a lot with my who that's a question he kind of leaves out a little bit but for me it started with a who and a why i was 
uniquely created to impact teen girls and their moms. And I knew this, like, as I was reading Start With Why, like, it couldn't have been more obvious to me. Like, this is my jam. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so that book, the Start With Why, really, oh my gosh, Atomic Habits, it's so funny because my pastor just talked about that book today. So now I'm going to have to pick it up because that is that is next on my list. Um, but I knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing. So I think when a lot of people leave a job that's their passion, uh, if you've listened to some of my previous podcasts, you're going to, you will hear that I really went through an identity crisis after leaving my job because that position at the school was my everything. It was my identity. It was how I was built. I thought it was my dream job and what I was going to do for the rest of my life, had you asked me just a year prior. And so leaving that job really left me with this identity crisis. And I think when that happens to some people, it takes them a long time to kind of figure out what direction they're heading in next. But reading Simon Sinek's book and watching his TED Talk, it was just like light bulbs going off for me. I knew that this is what I was supposed to do. So I had my who and I had my why. Now the how you know, uh, really came to, it was teaching, you know, this is how I'm going to have an impact by teaching and by coaching. I knew that. The what has continued to evolve over the past seven years. Is it going to be small groups? Is it going to be one-on-one? Is it going to be uh, digital? Is it going to, how, how is this going to happen? That has continued to evolve. And there's some exciting new things coming with that how. I'm putting out some digital courses. I'm putting some finishing touches on some things. So stay tuned for that. But Reading books, I think, is so necessary. And for me, it's necessary because I love it. But I think it's necessary for everyone because we need to be lifelong learning. And however you consume content, whether it's through podcasts and audio, whether it's through sitting down with a book, whether it's both, whether it's someone reading to you. I know there are people who uh, have different types of ways that they see. I, I don't know if you've heard of Erlen, and that's a whole separate thing, but uh, how you how your brain sees different color waves and things like that. It's very interesting. And some people, because of that struggle with reading, but you can consume the content in a variety of different ways. And I think that that's really important for us because if we're not learning, we're not growing. And if we're not reading and taking like an intentional step in our next steps, how are we creating a life we love? And how are we making an impact on the world? And that's what Be The Benchmark is all about choosing our thoughts to create a life of impact so we can go out and change the world. And so I'm so glad that I rediscovered my love of reading through first this John Maxwell book and then through Simon Sinek's Start With Why, and it's just exploded from there. Uh, and I'm excited in the future to tell you more about book recommendations I have, but for today, I'm just going to go ahead and sign off and say thanks for watching and thanks for listening to my podcast, and go ahead and choose your thoughts, create your life, and go out and change the world. We'll see you soon. So moms, what do you have to say about that? Here is the question that I have for you today to discuss with your daughter, as we often do on the Benchmark Podcast. What books have made an impact in your life? Is there something you've read recently that has made a difference, that has impacted how you've looked at the world, that has changed your thought process in some way? Ask your daughter, is there a book that's done that for her? I know that when I was in school, there were a lot of fiction books that really opened my eyes and made me think about the world in a different way. And I really didn't discuss that with people very often, but I bet if someone would have asked, I would have been happy to share. So go ahead and discuss that with your daughter. I would love to hear what you find out. Until next time, go ahead and choose your thoughts, create your life, 
and go out and change the world. We'll see you soon.